the Lord is sending us a word to challenge us as a people. So my duty this month is very easy. In fact, it's a short series. It's not going to be a long one. Just a three-part series. Um, just to challenge someone. Just to challenge you. The, the idea is not, it's not going to be a teaching. It's not going to be a preaching. It's, a, it's, it's an exhortation. It's a charge. All right. And you are going to be charged. I am going to be charged. We are going to be charged. And we will never remain the same. In the mighty name of Jesus. So the word of the Lord to us in the month of July as a people, and I believe this is a timely message to the body of Christ, is salt and light. Salt and light. Salt and light. Let's go to our anchor scripture in this conversation. It is one I am sure you know. It is one I am sure almost everyone was, you know, being around the Christian sphere, you don't have to be a Christian to know this particular portion of scripture. So let us go into it. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13 all the way to verse 16. Matthew chapter 5, it is a portion of scripture you know. But please do not assume this morning that you know it. That is how you will receive. Hello? Hello, did you get that? All right, so let's go to God's word. Matthew chapter 5. You can see some people settling down. You can, you know, find a seat, grab your Bibles, grab your notepads. For those watching online, you don't own that couch and get ready to receive God's word. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13. It says that, I think there is an anointing in the room. I noticed, I was watching the sermons when there was nobody in the room. I could preach like this, you know. All right, but I can see there's something moving me. Glory to God. So someone is pulling something. Someone is tugging. Glory to God. All right, all right. Let's go, let's go into God's word. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth. If you notice, that I ask you to read. Because we'll read it twice. I'll read once. And then we will read together and internalize this. So let's read verse 13. I am reading verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It says, it is therefore good for nothing. Somebody say good for nothing. But, you have to say the but. If you don't say the but, you will miss the message in that verse. So let's do it again. It is therefore good for nothing. You can say, it is therefore good for nothing. Somebody say, but. All right. Do you know what that means? All right. Someone, someone is in the spirit. All right. Okay, so let's go on. But to be cast out. And to be trodden on the foot of men. We'll come back to that. So, before we leave verse 13, let's say together, I am the salt of the earth. I am the salt of the earth. Make it personal. I am the salt of the earth. Good, good, good. Let's go to verse 14. I'm reading now. It says, you are the light of the world. You are a city that is set on an hill. You cannot be in. So, let's make it personal now. I am the salt of the earth. I am the light of the world. I am a city. I am set on a hill. I cannot be hid. My destiny cannot be hid. The glory I carry cannot be hid. Glory to God. Verse 15 says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Mm. Verse 16, it says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Can you see the beauty of the anointing of the Spirit? We've not gotten into the Word and this scripture is already new. It's already new to us. Glory to God. Okay, let's go to our verse for the day. This is our verse for the month. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. I'll read in the King James. And if you can give me one more version. It says, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peter is telling us that there is a possibility. Remember, we're, I'm almost jumping into it now. I said it is a charge, so I'm not following no rules this morning. I'm just going to get us charged up because I am the light of the world and I am the salt of the earth and I better get to work. 
Because their destiny is at stake. Peter is telling us that if these things in you and abound, they make sure that you are not barren. That means that there is a possibility for barrenness. There is a possibility for unfruitfulness. For those who, though they are saved in Christ, that possibility is there if they do not abound. So to abound means if, if you've not filled it up to a level. Father, I thank you for the anointing of your spirit. Thank you because Jesus is revealed to us. Thank you because we are forever changed. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, when I was growing up, you know, I, I, I overheard this conversation last week. Um, was it last week or two weeks ago? I, I know we were in the room. And I had um, a conversation about pap. All right. And for those who don't know what pap is, you probably know what custard is. Fermented corn pudding. That's a very nice long name. <laughs> you know? Glory to God. All right, but most people know custard. Now, if you grew up in the environment I grew up in, your, your Saturdays, you, you needed no timetable. You just knew what was going on on Saturday morning. All right. And the, 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 the point here is there is an art to making good pap. And if you don't have the skill, you don't have the skill. And when you lack that skill, there is an alternative way. All right. So for those who don't know what I'm talking about, you make a paste and then you add hot water and then it thickens. All right. So just imagine a recipe that involves you getting a delicate balance. Somebody says a delicate balance. Such that when you miss the balance, you know you've missed the balance. You know, so you're already putting on the gas. You say, okay, let's go for plan B now. <laughs> Glory to God. It's time for plan B because we just missed it. And it's an irreversible balance. You can't miss it and say, okay, let me put a little more. Especially if it's custard. You know, you're doing the stirring and there, there are some who have the grace for cocos. Amen. <laughs> Glory to Thank you for giving us the English of that. Lumps. Praise God. Praise God. So Jesus is speaking to us. He's saying that there is a delicate balance of light. And there is a delicate balance of salt. It can be salt. It can be light. But if, if, if it doesn't get to that delicate balance, there are certain risks that it poses to your world. And I look at our world today and I see those risks on the loose. And it's a feedback to us, the light. It's a feedback to us, the salt. Not to continue to insist that I'm still salt, I'm still light, but to begin to look inwards and say, it's now time for me to begin to adjust the balance. It's not as though I am not salt. I'm not saying I'm not salt. But I'm saying that there is a deficiency, there is a lack of savor, that if indeed I want to get this feedback, I need to adjust the balance. Somebody say, adjust the balance. There is, a, there is, a, there is an intensity of light that makes a difference. If you're going to iron your clothes, some materials have labels. They'll put non-iron. Non don't even, don't bother ironing. Some, some will put one dot. It means just put it on the first dial. Some, you know, you, are, you need it on the third dial. And if, if there was a way to add more heat, because those materials are stubborn. Jesus is saying that you need to turn it up, turn it up. He says, let your light not just shine. We've, we've, we've read it wrong to say, let your light shine. Because let your light shine isn't good enough for our world. It is let your light so shine. Someone is getting it. And so we taught the kids this little light. Open that if it's, if it's anything, it can pass. Look, uh, help me look at your neighbor and for those watching online. Say, my light must so shine. It means it must shine a lot. My light must shine a lot. Peter says that if these things be in you, I, I, I would have loved that statement to say if these things be in you, you will be fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord. He says if these things be in you and abound, let your light so shine, not let your light just shine. And I pray as this word has come to us in this month of July, that the grace that makes a life the grace that makes a family, the grace that makes a people as a ministry, the grace that makes us to so shine, that grace will rest upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace that makes us 
to abound in the virtues that make for fruitfulness and productivity. Let it rest on us in the mighty name of Jesus. So Jesus gives us the indices. He says there is a way you will know when your light is so shining. There is a way you will know when your light is so shining. He says when you get to the level that you've gone beyond shining, when you've gone beyond a, beyond a few lumens, when you've gone beyond a few people, that, that he says that they, there comes a stage, you know, it is now so shining because men see. So men seeing means your light is shining. But when men see and men clap for you, it is not so shining. When men see and they're like, oh, wow. And, and sincerely, sincerely, I feel very strongly that that is where we are as a ministry. It is shining. It is not so shining. And the danger of shining is that applauses begin to come. And you're like, oh, after, after all, there's no light there. Hey, that's not your standard. Your standard is so shine, not darkness. It's called us out of darkness. We don't measure, we're not comparing ourselves with darkness anymore. Saying, at least, no. We've left at least. Let your light so, hear me church, hear me body of Christ. I believe this is a timely message. Because there is, there is a consequence of if we are comfortable just shining, men will clap for us. But Jesus says, it is so shining. When they, they want to clap for you, but they are, they are sure this is not you. So they now begin to glorify God. He says, that is when you know that it is so shining. Mm. The beauty of this is that God is very jealous of his glory. He's very jealous. Such that the one in darkness... And the one who has come to God's glory and has not given it to him, really, neither pleases the Father. He wants his glory and he wants all of it. Let your light so shine. Galatians chapter 1, verse 22 to 24. This was the Apostle Paul giving an account of his early days and his early experience. In fact, part of the beauty of reading the book of Acts, when you now come to Galatians, it begins to give you some context as to some of the events in the book of Acts, Paul was tell, we all know how Paul started. We all know how fiery and how zealous he was. We, by all standards, his light was shining, but that light was darkness. And so it's amazing that Jesus says, he says, if the light in you is dark, don't you say, how can light be dark? Hey, hey. Please stay with us this month. You'll be thoroughly blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. So Paul is speaking to the guys in, or to the Galatians. He's, he's saying to them in verse 22. He's saying that I was unknown by face. Is that in your Bible? Unto the churches of Judea which were in Christ. He says, but they heard only. That he which persecuted us in times past now preached the faith. Which once he destroyed. He's saying that. I experienced, boy, 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 I'm jumping the gun so fast. He's saying that I thought I was running with a light. I discovered that that light was darkness until I met the true light. And the true light arrested me and set me on a path and commissioned me for shining. He's saying I began to shine that even those who had not seen me, hear me now. People who had not seen me but had only heard they heard of what God had done in me. And verse 24 is the proof, the litmus test for so shine. Verse 24. And they glorified God in me. They glorified God in me. They glorified God in me. They, they had not even met me. They had not even seen me. Some of them might not be able to spell my name. I'm talking about some of you now. That the impact God has scheduled for your life. They will, they will want to spell your name. They will mess up the spelling, but the glory will be intact. Yeah. I said they might mess up the spelling. They might mess up the pronunciation. Oh, we're just grateful for Carly. And you're trying to say, it's not Carly. It's Kunle. And you say, Carly. 
well, they won't care whether it's Kali or Kunle, but we know that there's someone here who is carrying the glory of God and his brought change, his brought transformation to this space. He's changed our lives. We were meaningless. We were heading for the ditch, but Kali showed up. As long as he said, say, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. And they glorify God in me. These are those days. In the mighty name of Jesus. So Paul tells us, there are many lights, but there is the light. There are many lights, but there is the light. There are many lights, but there is the light. You know, many people have read Matthew chapter 5, and I told you this is a charge, so please, um, let's just flow with the Spirit. Many have read Matthew chapter 5, and when they hear, you are the light of the world, shine bright. You are the salt of the earth, you know, bring taste. Sincerely, if you cut their heart and check what they are thinking. They are thinking of welfare, philanthropy, you know. Let's go. Let's go share food. Let's go clothe. And, and those things are very important. Do not get me wrong. But until the church realizes that it is not principally a welfare organization, we will not affect our world. The expectation of the world is welfare. The expectation of the owner of the church is glory. They expect the world will clap for you and say you're an excellent church. When you post pictures, we served food, clothed this, we did homeless, we did this, we did that. And those things we will do. Those things we must do. But if that is all we do, we are no better than the Red Cross. We are no better. Because we have the spirit, we, we don't know that they have the spirit of God. And they will, they will beat us to welfare any day, any time. Boy, but there's something they can beat us to. And it is time for God's children to begin to arise and to know that the real value you carry is not silver and gold, even though you can give silver and gold. It says, but the light you can carry can get there and say, get up in the name of Jesus. That Red Cross cannot do. Glory to God. There's a stirring up in my spirit. There's a stirring up in my spirit. And I'm praying for a transfer in this month of July. That God's people will begin to, to, to wake up and say, I'm, Father, I'm grateful for shining, but it's time to so shine. I'm grateful that I am salt, but it's time to give savor. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this light is in philanthropy. This light isn't food. This light isn't money. This light isn't school fees. We will do all of those very critical. But primarily, we will shine the light first. And the extent of this light is how much Jesus, the world, will begin to see in us. Someone needs to get that. This light is how much Jesus. So when he says, let your light so shine, he's saying, let there be, pardon my French, a lot of Jesus that the world sees in you. That it is so much that they are giving glory to your father who is in heaven. A lot of Jesus in me. Not 2 cm Jesus. Not 5 cm Jesus. Not 10 cm Jesus. Not Sunday Jesus. But a lot of Jesus. A lot of his glory. A lot of his power. A lot of his authority. He's saying this is what they need to see in you. This is what they need to see in me. John chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. None of us has been asked to go source for our own light. None of us has been commissioned to go source for our own light. Our duty is to shine his light. John chapter 1, verse 4 tells us, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Any light that you shine that does not leave people with life is not the true light. That's the real definition of welfare. It has sustained you for a moment. It can't sustain you for a life. It has fed you. It has covered your meal. It has covered your bills for a semester. But if there is nothing that makes provision for the next semester, if there is nothing that makes provision for the next week, for the next month, the guy there, if they are, if, if they are giving him silver and gold, they are giving him two pieces, it would have been grateful. And by his definition, that would have been a good day. But he received something beyond silver and gold because in him was life 
and that life was the light of men. Verse 5 says, and that light shines in darkness. He's saying that this light is looking for places because it knows that the moment it gets there, it, it needs to make no announcement. The moment darkness sees it's coming, darkness begins to shout and say, hey, son of David, what are you doing here? How come the church has woken up? How come the sleeping lion has woken up? I thought you guys would be fine just clapping and singing your songs and sharing food. How come they've woken up? It says that the light shines in darkness. Darkness cannot make sense of it. And these are the days of soul shining. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, wherever you are, just raise your right hand to heaven and say, my light will so shine. My light will so shine. In my family, my light will so shine. On my streets, my light will so shine. In my circle, my light will so shine. In this nation, my light will so shine. Come on, join me as a ministry. On this continent, our light will so shine. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. So God is waiting on you. God is waiting on me. Since the light is there. Let it so shine. Let it so shine. The salt is there. Let it begin to bring taste. Bring taste. Let it bring taste. And I was meditating on this word. The Lord began to say to me, the church is the hope for the world. The beauty of that statement is that nobody anywhere outside the church will agree with that statement. And that's the magic of it. That the real deliverer is the one you didn't know. Was the deliverer. The real hope was the one we thought was the news and the society. The church is the hope. The church is the hope. Someone is saying, Pity, prove it. Prove it to us. There's a song I love so much. Very true song. Song by Andre Crouch. He says, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there is none other. Jesus is the way. I think it's one of the verses. Oh, that's another song. That's another Andrew Crouch song. It says, it won't be long. We'll be going home. Count the years as months. Count the months as weeks. Count the weeks as days. Any day now, we'll be going home. Powerful songs. So, Jesus is the answer for the world. And Jesus says, I am the head. I am the answer, yes. I am the head. I am the head. I am the center. The real hope for the world is my body. The real hope for the world is my body. But it is the body of Jesus, not just the body. And if we were to audit the body, we'll find many bodies that are not bodies of Jesus. Because Jesus doesn't even have bodies. He has a body. So, let's, I said this is a charge. Let's not attempt to get very deep. All right. Let's just stay charged up. Glory to God. And allow the spirit of God to light up this inferno, this dynamite in your spirit, so that by the time you, you get back to your streets, by the time you get back to work, as glory to God, the society is reopening, by the time you begin to get back to places, they will look at you and they will say something has changed and they will try to analyze it. They won't know what has changed. They are not sure. Do you... Oh, is it your height? No, your height hasn't changed. Is it your weight? No, your weight. They are not even sure what it is. There's something, but, but you know what has changed. Glory to God. The, the old person you knew was light. The, the person you are seeing now is so shining. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So I wrote in my note. You might want to write this down. I heard the Spirit of God whisper this. It says, every place... And every space needs at least one believer who is carrying light, not just one church. Every place, every family needs at least one. Every city needs at least one. I'm not talking of a, a proliferation, a plethora of, of lookalikes. I'm not talking of, oh, how many churches are in, are in Toronto? And then we'll just count, oh, we have 5,000 churches. 
the health of our cities doesn't confirm that we have 5,000 churches. So let's go and count properly. What, what are you counting? Names? Charity registrations? Non-profits? It's fine. Let's know we have 5,000 non-profits. We, we have 5,000 registered faith organizations. But if indeed it is the church of Jesus that is added and powered by his spirit, that is displaying his glory, shining his light, and bringing savor to our world, bringing savor to our cities, let's go recount. Let's go recount. Every space. No, we, we, we were driving by a farm, I think it was some weeks ago. Driving by a, a neighborhood. And I had never seen such signs anywhere. I'm used to seeing road signs. Normal road signs that are road signs. And then in this neighborhood, I just saw, I think it said, slow down. Autistic child in the neighborhood. I paid attention to it. And I continued driving. I got to another location. Drive carefully. Death, something around. I told my wife, I said, what, what neighborhood are we? I said, is there any believer in this neighborhood? Is there anybody waking up at five? Glory to God. Is there anybody praying in this neighborhood? With due respect, if that is your neighborhood and you are watching, don't be annoyed with me. Tell, tell PD if what you are saying is true. Come and prove it. All you just have to do is you have to look for the house. Glory to God. I can send you the down payment. Glory to God. And let's bring the ark of God there. And let's see who bows. Let's see who bows. That, let's not pacify, explain away, endure what you were planted there to solve. Let's stop explaining it away. I know your, your office is a toxic environment. Don't explain it away. Don't let it weigh you down away. That is the exact environment that needs light. That is the exact street that needs light. I know your neighbors are idolatrous. They are demonic, yes. But that is the exact neighbor that needs light. That is the exact neighbor that needs light. I know someone is saying, PD, PD, you have to say this. I know your mother-in-law, you think she, I, hey, she is the one that needs light. She's the one that needs light. When you shine light on light, we don't know anything is on. But let's go and shine this light in the darkness. Can, can we start the message? Can we start the message? Yes, Glory to God. Please let me just put your hands softly on the strings. Let's start the message. Don't worry, it won't be long. I know some of you are half in church, half waiting for 3 p.m. Some are team England, some are team Italy. All right. So please just keep, keep your mind, keep your mind here. It's been a very sporty weekend. Basketball, soccer, across continents, all sorts. I think there's a, there's a wrestling one, a big one. All right. So... Just keep your mind, keep your mind with Jesus. Look and leave. My brother, leave. This light must shine. In our time, in our days, we, we can't just do church as church. We can't just do Christianity as Christianity. There's got to be a change. There's got to be influence. There's got to be impact. And we must contend and ensure that that impact is not just welfare. We, it's a, see, it's a deliberate battle you must enforce. You must, let me tell you, the perfect, perfect outcome at the beautiful gate would have been get up in the name of Jesus. And while everybody's dancing and rejoicing, say, here is a little silver and gold you know, for your upkeep. That would have been the perfect upkeep, the, the perfect outcome of that situation. But the imperfect will have been take silver and gold only. Then it doesn't, anybody can give silver and gold. There are only a few people that can say, get up in the name of Jesus. And those people are the hope of the world. They are the hope of my generation. Those are the, that, that is the army that God is raising today. Not a bunch of churchgoers who are essentially murmurers and complainers and saying, God, when are you going to shop? God, when are you going? And God is saying, look at the darkness around you and it's still about you. We live in a very dark world. We live in a very, very, very dark world. We live in a very, very dark world. Hmm. Daniel chapter 2. Verse 1 and verse 2. It says, and in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, wherewith his spirit was troubled, 
and his sleep break from him. Please leave verse 1. Leave verse 1. Look at that verse. This is a, this is a scripture about living in 2020, 2021, and in the years to come. And I pray that the Lord will open your prophetic eyes to see it. Someone is saying, what do you mean, P.D.? Is there Nebuchadnezzar today? Who is dreaming dreams? Look at it. In the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. You will see it. Don't worry. The Lord will open your eyes. Glory to God. It says, he saw things that troubled his spirit. And he could not sleep. Is the light shining yet? The leaders of the earth. The leaders of the world. The leaders of governments. They saw things that troubled their spirits and they could not sleep. Is someone seeing it now? The decision makers, the premiers, the senators, the presidents, the prime ministers. They are seeing things. Their spirits are troubled and they can't sleep. They are looking at the graphs and the models. There are regions of the world as we are approaching something close to a phasic reopening. There are those who are digging deep into further closures. In this same today's date, many health experts are saying we don't know. Some vaccine people are talking about third dose now. Would that be a fourth, fifth? And this is a very, very scratch. This is, this is why light better start lighting. Pardon my French. Salt better start salting. Because it's not getting better. The Nebuchadnezzars of this world are seeing things. Their spirits are getting more troubled and they can't sleep. If only they knew where to go to get the real light. If only they knew where to go to, to get the real savor. What they just want is preservation. What they, if you, Sincerely, if you ask them, what, what exactly do you want? They are concerned about impact and legacy. History will judge my tenure. A lot of people you are comparing us against. They didn't govern during the pandemic. They didn't have tough choices to make. They didn't have to choose between we, which sicker person of the two she will disconnect from a ventilator and put another one. They didn't have to make tough choices like that. Should we open? Should we not open? Should we stay closed? The businesses, the businesses, economy is crumbling down, but their lives at stake. There is so much confusion and it is surface confusion. Verse 2 tells us where the leaders of the world go to. First. So he commanded the magicians, astrologers, sorcerers, Chaldeans, to bring solutions. Verse 2 ends by saying, they came and they stood before the king. You know the story. We are getting to the point where every source of light cannot provide the light that the times need. Every source of savor cannot provide the savor that the world needs today. And it's going to result in so much frustration. And there will be a decree. I'm speaking prophetically now. Scatter everything. <laughs> Destroy everything. But then they will discover that there was, a, there was an option we did not consider. They've been shouting, they've been singing. All through the pandemic, they were dancing and they were rejoicing. People were getting discouraged. They, they were still showing up, waking up at five, still praying. They were still there growing in his presence. They were there building stature, building stamina. They were there studying the word. They were there having fellowship with the spirit. We, we, we didn't go to them first anyways. We didn't even put them on an essential list. We shut them down just the way we shut everybody down. The only, the, the only thing about them is they don't need to be in their buildings to access their God right there in their houses where they were shut down right there in their, near, in their rooms. They were still making contact with heaven. And they were building stamina there. Their light was growing, growing, growing. Even though you didn't rate them, but boy, are they the, the deliverers? Are they the ones going to bring the real solution to this mess that the world has found itself in? Hear me? Hear me? The church of Jesus is the hope for the world. Everything is arranging itself to get to that final submission. The experts are failing. It's not like we desire the experts to fail. Nebuchadnezzar won't call the astrologers and sorcerers if they did not have a track record of results. It's just that the game has changed 
and this match is now in extra time. And the one who sits on the throne says, oh yeah, switch off. Switch off the power of the sorcerers. Switch off the power of the magicians. All those who have trusted in chariots. Those who have depended in horses. It is the, the day of their failure has come. Because I have a people prepared. I have the souls ready. I have the lights ready. They are not just going to say, take silver and gold. They are going to say, get up. They are going to say, oh, president, oh, prime minister. I know you've, said, you've, 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 you've put a limit on our ability to call the name of Jesus. I carry him in me. If you don't want me to say his name, that's fine. All I just need to do is to get into parliament. If you don't want to hear a word, that's fine. Just allow me to place around. Just allow my feet to touch this place. And whatever it is that is at work in this city, whatever it is that is driving decadence in this nation, it begins to receive a reset and no, not one word said. And then come out of the place. And for the first night, the king can sleep. Boy, oh boy. Please, wherever you are, those in the room, those online, say, I am the light of my world. I am the salt of the earth. Come on, say it. Let it sink in. I am the light of my world. My world needs a lot more for me than I'm giving now. It's not pressure. The beauty of this is don't, it's not even pressure. It's saying align further. There's a, there's a light shining. All you need to do is to radiate this light. And we'll begin to pray shortly. Acts chapter 27. Verse 18 to 25. And we, being exceedingly tossed with a tempest. It says the next day we lightened the ship. This was Paul and those joining with him recounting a very terrible experience. Just for you to imagine how terrible it was. Let's look at verse 19. It says the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. These are not terms you might be very familiar with. Let's see verse 20. It says, when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared. Is that in your Bible? No sun, no star, nothing, no moon. You look up, <laughs> it's dark. You look left, dark. You look nothing, nada. It says to make things worse, no small tempest lay on us. All hope that we should be saved, then taken away. Does this sound like 2021? Does this sound like 2021? Well, it tells us the way out. The, the solution to darkness is light. Verse 21. It says, but after long abstinence. The word abstinence there for those who don't know what it means. K KJV is just being KJV on us. It means fasting. It says, Paul stood forth, glory to God. This is how you know light. This is how you know salt. When everybody's sitting down and cowering, when everybody's switching off their mic, glory to God, and everybody's unlooking, somebody with light, somebody with salt gets up. And he stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me when I told you Jesus is the way. You should have listened to us when I told you we are not just a religion. We are people of glory, we are people of power. It says, verse 22, I exhort you now, be of good cheer. I know it's dark and dark and dark around you, but you guys are fortunate that there's light here. The other ships that started this journey, they are gone. The, every other ship that started this journey is gone. It's gone. But you be of good cheer. You have light in your boat. You have light in your ship. There's light in your streets. There's light in that office. There's light in that apartment. Sometimes you are just taking the stairs there and you know that you are dripping glory. But your neighbors won't tell you thank you. There are things they enjoy. Benefits just because you are there. Verse 23. It says, For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before seas and lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Can you see that? That is light so shining. Whether you are an atheist on that boat, whether you are Buddhist, whatever you are, whether you are agnostic, it doesn't matter. Paul was on that boat. Therefore God has given thee 
all of them. I'm announcing to you because you're in that street, because you're in that office, because you're in that family. It doesn't matter the generations of idols that they've served, but there's now light there. There's now salt there. It doesn't matter the patterns. Everybody dies before age 50. Nobody sees 65. The diabetes gets worse at 66. The hypertension just takes it. It's saying, but there is now light there. There is now salt there. I have given you all them that are with thee. It says in verse 25, therefore, be of good cheer. You might not believe, but I believe God. It shall be even as it was told me. Light is here. Salt is here. And this light is shining light. Glory to God. This salt is savoring salt. This salt is salt that brings preservation. This salt is salt that brings flavor. Let me show you something as we begin to round up this morning. I believe someone is charged up. If you can assay me, if you can cut me in, you'll see sparks flying. Flying sparks. Glory to God. We've been talking about light. Let's touch salt a bit. I'm not giving you a lecture on salt. I'm not a saltologist. Glory to God. Already, there are many functions of salt. This is not a teaching on salt. If the Lord permits, maybe another time, we'll be able to look really deeply into it because it's profound. Lots of lessons there. Lots of lessons there. All right, but in the broad umbrellas of the usefulness of source of salt will be preservation and flavor, taste, savor. All right, preservation. In fact, before we had refrigerators, what the generations before us, the technology they had was salt. They used it to preserve food. I don't know how many people here ever prepared snails before. Anybody in the room with, with that experience? All right. You know you have to do some thorough... Sorry. She'll be like, no, snails, no. So snails, either you love them or you don't love them. Those that love them, love them. And those that don't love them, don't love them. Glory to God. You know, one of the beauties of being back in the room is that the, our kitchen is also open. Our food court is open. Glory to God. So as your spirit is receiving life, your mind is being transformed... There's something for your body. Glory to God. Okay, let's be serious. Let's come back. Let's come back. Let's come back home. Glory to God. So for those who are familiar with that process, the, the choice instrument you use for that cleaning is something called alum. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? But when you don't have alum, or when alum has finished, what do you look for? You look for salt. A lot of salt. So you can use it to clean, to purify, to preserve. Lots of functions that we will not delve into taste taste but let's see something that jesus says to us in matthew chapter 5 verse 13 hmm. wow 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 this is a verse you know but let's see what the spirit of god is showing us here it says you kicc canada you are the salt of the earth it says there is something that can happen to salt there is a there is a there is, a, there, there, there is a possibility that even though you are mine and you are in me, you can get so uninvolved and very disconnected from the people you were sent to. You can get so holy. You can get so don't come near us. You sinner, even you Gentile, you, you this neighbor, don't touch me, don't talk to me. You're devilish. You the devil. I know you the devil. All right. Anybody has devil as neighbor? Amen. I know you won't raise your hands. <laughs> oh, co-workers. You are just sure this is this, 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 this is Lucifer that dresses up in the morning and shows up in this office. You finish praying five to six. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I just get to work. Let's say, God, I need a new work. God is saying, I want to promote you. Yes, but you are light and they've not seen it yet so we are not moving you yet someone your promotion is connected to shining all right someone got that so jesus says here let's begin to tie this up in matthew chapter 5 verse 13 it says you are salt of the earth if if the salt loses its savor it cannot be resalted it says, this is, boy, oh boy, help us, spirit of the living God. 
It says, it is therefore good for nothing but. That means if you went to a class where you had an expert on salt, who is not PD? PD has given you maybe just three or four. If you had a professor of salt, it will maybe give you 15. If you have someone who has a PhD in salt, it will maybe give you 20. If you have someone who... <laughs> emeritus, <laughs> all right, of everything salt, all kinds of salts. The formation process, the, the possibilities of everything salt. If you, they, maybe they'll give you 150. But what this verse is saying is whether you find five, whether you find four, whether you find hundred, whether you find a million, it's saying there is something that can happen to salt that it will have only one function left. That is what that line means. Good for nothing, but. Somebody say, but. To be cast out. Now, that sounds like we are throwing it away, right? But it's actually a function. And I hope someone sees this. Those of us here in Canada understand this verse. Or should understand this verse. Because in winter, you throw salt out. So that you can put your foot on it. Boy, oh boy. So the man in Christ is never useless. But you can reduce yourself to one function. For in a great house, many gentles. None of us is useless. Blood was shed. We are already valuable. But there is a decision you can make that you will have only one function. You know the issue? You know the issue with that rain out? There's no salt outside now because it's summer. You become useful only in seasons. And you bring minimal value to your world. But it's big value all the way because you don't want people to sleep. So he's saying for the fact that there's a believer there, there's already covenants working. He says, but you can rise up and you can lay hold for more. As an ambassador there, you can contact the, the head office. And you can say, I've done an analysis of this area. You gave me grace for X people. He's saying, but I, I can see there's a big need here. An head office will do their scan and say, we can see that you're actually doing the work. We are ready to release more resources. We are ready to send you reinforcements so that you can take that city, so that you can take that house, so you can take that street, so that you can take that nation. And I believe strongly that that is why the Lord is sending us this word in this season because there is a consignment that has been signed from heaven and there is a delivery saying that my children are now ready to take the nation. My children are now ready to take the province. They don't want to be minimally useful only in winter. They don't want to be minimally useful in the lives of people, but they want to be there every day. They want to be there being gold. They want to be there being silver. They want to be there being fit for honorable use. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please bring it up a bit. Because all we want is for you. For you to be glorified. For you to be lifted high. All we want is for you. That's what it's about. You to be glorified. You to be lifted. Make it personal. All I want is for you. You Jesus. Not my education, not my degree. All I want, not the applause of men, not the accolades of men, not the history books. All we want, all I want, not the lives of men, the lives of people, cities, our institutions. We feel Jesus. We'll see his life. All I want is for you, Jesus. Jesus, be glorified. Our life representing you, influencing our world. Oh, we want you to be glorified. You to believe today. Come on, one more time, just the strings. All I want, yes, Jesus, is for you. You to be glorified. You to 
not for one time use not for seasonal use you'll be glorified come on come on raise it up come on church if you can rise on your feet oh I will. through my life through my family through my marriage through the works of my hands through the fruits of my labor through my words through my songs through the teachings through the servants through every service Jesus glorified Jesus live to die come on raise it up one more time hey all Jesus you'll be glorified come on make it personal yes I am the salt of the earth I am the light of the world but it is you who gets the glory this morning's service to a close just two prayer points i will bring this morning's service to a close our first prayer is from second kings chapter 2 second kings chapter 2 verse 19 all the way to verse 22 if you're writing you can write it down but let us pray second kings chapter 2 verse 19 to 22 our first prayer point concerning salt our second prayer point concerning light second kings chapter 2 verse 19 to 22 and the men of the city said to the prophet Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of the city is pleasant as my Lord sees. He says, but the water is not. Canada is a wonderful country. Canada is a wonderful place. He says, but, but the water is not and the ground is barren. How can the water be not and the ground is barren and you say the situation is pleasant? So really that was euphemism. To say there is a problem but there is no problem and it sounds like my world there's chaos but we better act like things are good all right but, but but when you're in the presence of the prophetic that is where the solution lies and we better say it as it is the water is not <laughs> the ground is barren and the man of god said in verse 20 bring me a new cruise and he put salt therein and he brought it to him verse 21 and he went forth into the spring of the waters this morning in the place of prayer someone is going to go to the springs of that family to the springs of that home to the springs of that city as a nation to the springs to the roots he says there's something he puts there he casts salt in there and he says unto it does say the lord i have healed these waters does say the lord i have healed this family not just because they've been a good people but because i have a child there i have salt there i have light there he says these waters are now healed there shall not be dense any more death there shall not be any more barren verse 22 says so the waters were healed to this day according to the saying of elisha which he spoke do i have anyone in the room do i have anyone online who carries the grace the fullness of the spirit the fullness of his power and you're going to speak to the springs of the waters you're going to spring to the ground that salt is here no more sickness salt is here no more disease salt is here no more death he says the water was not the water was useless the place was unproductive the city could not move forward there was no progress in that life the church was stagnant the ministry was un unmeaningful he says but the man of god says does hear the lord does hear the lord does hear the lord hear me toronto hear me gta hear me ontario hear me nation of canada hear me continent of north america 
guess we've been asleep for longer, but these are the days of our awakening. Ah, we cast salt into the streams. We speak healing. We speak healing. We speak life. No more death. No more barrenness. No more death. No more barrenness. No more death. No more barrenness. He says, and it was so. And it was so. The waters were healed. Life was released. And it was so. In that life, in that family, on that street. And it is so. It is so. It is so. Thank you, gracious Father. We give you all the glory. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 to 4. One you know very well. Arise, shine. For your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. You know, I was remeditating over this verse. I just couldn't get beyond your light has come. KICC, your light has come. KICC, hear me, your light is come. I said your light is come. It doesn't matter the amount of the darkness, your light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen over you. There is grace for you to so shine. There is grace for you to so shine. Yes, you've had impact here and there. You've affected a few people left, right, center. But it says that there is something called so shining. Verse 2 says, Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. It says, But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Verse 3. It says that Gentiles shall come to your light. It says kings. Remember what we read in Daniel 2. They will come to the brightness of their rising. It's telling us here that there, there is a degree. There is shining. There is so shining. Verse 4. Lift up your eyes round about and see. It says they gather themselves together. And they come to you. They come to the salt. They come to the light. It says their sons shall come from afar. And their daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Glory to God. I have prayed for you. So I want you this passion. I just want you to raise your two hands to heaven. If someone can help me put hand on those symbols and you just, if you have a language of the spirit and in your understanding, you're saying, my light has come. My light has come. That's just, it's a declaration. We are resounding it in the realm of the spirits. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. As a family, my light has come. As a church, my light has come. My light has come in this city. No more darkness. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon us. My light has come. My light has come. Hey, come on, somebody lay out. Your light has come. My light has come. My light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon us. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. Yes, 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 yes. Your light has come. Your light has come. Fresh fire is resting upon you. Fresh grace is resting upon you. That city has been given to you. That locality has been given to you. You might say you are just living there. You might say you are just renting there. But it's giving you the apartment. It's giving you that street. Come on, KICC. It's giving you the nation. It's giving you the nation. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. My light has come. 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. 30 more seconds. Let it count. My light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen. My light has come. Oh, we want. Thank you, Jesus. You'll be glorified. Oh, we want. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Before I leave the stage, I would just like to pray with someone connecting and you don't know Jesus. You've not experienced Jesus. You've heard that in him was life. That life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. And you look at your life 
your, your life is like what they were describing to Elisha. They say it's pleasant. I have a good job. Things around me look good. My, my credit score is great. I just bought a new property. I just signed off a new car. He says the city is pleasant. He says, but the water is not. And the ground is barren. And you're looking at that scripture. You're saying, wow, that looks like a description of my life. Everyone envies me from the outside. They're like, your life is perfect. And sincerely, I know that if I could, if I could, I would rather not even believe in this life. And I've come to announce to you, what you need is Jesus the light. What you need is Jesus the light. And I'm stretching forth this invitation to you. If you are watching this right now, if you are relieving the experience, watching online, on YouTube, on Facebook, if you are connecting through any of the podcasts, wherever in the world you are, whatever time it is that you are hearing this voice, this is the voice of the lover of your soul. This is not the voice of a man. Is beckoning to you. He's saying, my son, my daughter, the solution to darkness is not more darkness. The solution to darkness is light. He says, I am the light. Come unto me. And they're saying, I can't come unto you. They told me Jesus is perfect. Jesus is righteous. Jesus is holy. I can't even step into church. They won't accept me. I don't look like them. I don't dress like them. I have all sorts on my body. It will be difficult to identify that I'm not one of them. And Jesus is saying, I'm calling you to me. I shed my blood for you. I died for you. I paid the price for you. You don't have to remain in darkness. You don't have to remain in darkness. As you believe that Jesus died for you. He's the son of God. He took your place. He wants to pull you out of darkness and transform you into a new kingdom. That kingdom is a kingdom of light. If you can say with me wherever you are, Lord Jesus, I come unto you. I believe you shed your blood for me. I believe you took my place. Everything I deserved, you took it on. Therefore, I receive your life. I receive righteousness. I receive peace. I receive joy. I am filled with your spirit. And I receive the grace to love you and to serve you all the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for these ones who are now a part of your kingdom. Thank you because they will be established in you. They will grow in you. They themselves will bring many others to salvation, and Jesus alone will be glorified through these lives. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. One more group before I run away. Before I run away. You've recently sensed an activity of darkness around you. And you feel you need help. You need help. Part of the reason why God has sent us and raised us is on your journey of faith as your stature is being built. There are those who have been engraced. Keyword, engraced. It means it is not them. But they've been engraced for you, sent for you to issue that decree, to issue, to issue, to bring an end to the activity of darkness. And I want to agree with that person under the sound of my voice that today will mark the last day of the activity of darkness around you in the mighty name of Jesus. Someone is saying, oh, I've tried it before, I went on a three day fast, nothing changed, nothing. Hey, hey, there's light here. I said there's light here. I said there's light here. In fact, there's someone here struggling so, so hard. Uh, the Lord says, whether you believe it or not, that you will know that these are the days of his glory and these are the days of his power. In, 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 by the utterance of a word, it is settled. For those of us in the room, just raise your hands to heaven and let's agree together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand on the platform of victory. Total victory. That we have through the blood of Jesus. And we stand together this morning, this moment. And we take authority against the activity of darkness in any life, in any family. Whatever represents darkness. Whatever has found a place of abode. 
but it is not a place of your presence. Whatever demonic presence that has found rest in the wrong place, we declare you a stranger. We declare you a stranger and we command you to get out in the mighty name of Jesus. And we release the power of the Most High into every life, into every family under the sound of my voice. That today marks the end of darkness. In the daytime, it marks the end of darkness. In the nighttime, for that person afflicted in your dreams, it ends the end, it marks the end of darkness. The light of God will shine over that life. The light of God will shine over that mind. The light of God will shine over you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know why the sound of my voice is battling with insomnia. The Lord says to tell you it is gone. He says you will sleep like a baby. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the multiple healings today. Thank you for the salvations and the deliverances. Only you can do these things. We give you all the glory. Come on, church, join me. Say, we give you all the glory. Thank you, Father, because it is done. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Come on, come on, come on. If you can jam those ends together, give the Lord a big shout. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.